Nervous Man in a $4 Room, Episode 3, Sketch of East Salem. I'm sitting in the cafe that I saw you last. People are a blur as I stare out of the door you fell out of four years ago. The furniture has changed, but the chairs are in the same position, the leaving position. Sometimes it feels as if patrons cock their heads when someone walks in to see if it's you, like they're doing this for me, like they've got my back. But they could never know why I do this. They could never know what's brought me to this. I have your last to-do list laid out on the table. One, pick up the cake. Two, call Esther. Three, grab the dry cleaning. Four, come home. Smiley face. It's a portable abyss that just stares right back at me. Some of your friends are in town. I wonder about them seeing me, seeing me doing this, but it's no great concern of mine. The tiny jazz musicians inside the radio seem to be playing with more staccato today. Every note is a tiny jab. Every chord is a little shot to the gut. Even this Americano seems ready to fight. More heads cocked towards the door. It's an older gentleman struggling to get his walker over the door frame. About five or six people get up to help, and time seems to stop. Conversations are halted. And then they continue. Maria! Maria approaches from the table in the back to grab her sugary cyanide. I pull out a business card from the work meeting I had this morning. This guy must have paid more to have it shine against a light like this. You can almost see your reflection in the letters of his name. It's a dark reflection, but he needs that. He also needs his name to not get lost in the sea of other rich white business owners. The clouds start to clear up outside and a beam of light shoots towards the old man now sitting comfortably in an oversized chair. It's on his forehead now like a kiss from God. Greater the years, great over yonder, what once was fresh to bloom, I forget the rest of it. I put your to-do list away. I'll get to it when that beam of light kisses my head. A family walks in, all wearing the same t-shirt. Some church event, I'd guess. They all look so happy. The mom orders all the kids hot chocolate and herself a macchiato. The dad, he doesn't get anything. At least that's my guess. What is it with fathers not participating in coffee drinking? It reminds me of my own father. I don't think I've ever seen him drink coffee except for maybe once, coincidentally, at a church event. There's another door in the back here too, but I have no interest in that one. I suppose I don't figure you'd fall out of the front and fall your way back in through the back door, but then again, it's been four years. A lot of time to get lost. I wrote your name on my calendar this morning and nearly erased it just to write it again. The way the letters bleed together just feels off. I didn't want to miss your name's meaning this time. I've done that before. 
I walk to the bathroom and I am immediately confronted by the sounds of the older gentleman struggling in there. I walk towards the urinal and see advertisements for jazz shows taped to the tiles. These shows could have happened 20 years ago or 20 years from now. Nothing changes here in the town that you fell out of. My shoes start to squeak as I exit. What more could you expect from a place like this? I walk back out of the hallway and I see that church event family yelling at each other. I guess the beauty of Sundays, stay at church. I walk to my table and see you sitting down in the chair across. I'm here. It's two hours later and I'm outside smoking. You left five minutes ago. You didn't fall out as much as waltz this time. You've always skipped in the rain. The street is dead. If a car passes, it passes so slowly that it blends into the road. I've got two work calls that I missed and a text from my brother. Maybe I'll go back inside just to fall out of the back door. I didn't give you any where the hell have you been's, any why didn't you call me's, any did you miss me up there's. If I fall out of that door, would you even be here in four years? It's a strange feeling to have your to-do list in one pocket and a receipt from your coffee in the other. From service to payments, that's kind of how you like to keep me. I'm back inside now because I left my hat and the only person here from hours ago is the older gentleman. He's sound asleep in his chair and I think the staff think he's dead. The torrential downpour has gotten rid of the light beam on his forehead. I guess God didn't want to kiss him anymore. Grabbing my hat, I face the ultimatum, knowing tomorrow I am gone from here and knowing wherever I land next has you nowhere nearby. So I choose the back door. But I stop at the trash can first. I toss away your to-do list and I keep your receipt. These eight years are going to be gone before I know it.